This is episode seven of the Rise Up podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. And if you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. And find out more about our show at familylife.org. You're not late. You're right on time. And we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Something dawned on me the other day when I was watching a show that I realized that for the last several years makes me laugh, cry, and think. And I'm wrecked. There's no other show that wrecks me like this show wrecks me. I'll be sitting there with my wife, Audrey, and I, and all of a sudden I'll just be in tears Mm. It happens consistently, and I think it's a show that most people will not expect me to say in the next sentence, and that show is American Idol. I did not expect that. You're right. Most people (laughs) don't because they have a preconceived notion of what American Idol used to be. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I agree. I've watched it many years, and I agree that it used to be something negative and strange. And you know, the last couple of years, it's had a change of heart, and there's such a heart in that Mm. show. And it reminded me of like, how many times do we have an experience with a person mm-hmm. and who who is not it's not a pleasant experience? Yeah. Right. And we just write that person off. We say like, mm-hmm. all right, bad. They treated me poorly. I'm not going to give them another chance. But then all of a sudden you find that person. Uh, have mm-hmm. you ever run into someone you had a bad experience and then all of a sudden they have a change of heart? There's something in them. You're like, what changed them? They're all of a sudden nice to me but all the nice they're just they're giving their heart has changed and that's what that reminded me of i mean there's uh so many things aren't you glad that god doesn't do that with with us that's what it reminded me of right it's funny you mentioned american idol like my memories of that show is like it's it's goofy it's kind of over the top sometimes and like there's some gems in there but like on the whole it's it's kind of showy and i'm thinking people in my life who i've known thought like oh they're they're kind of surface level. They're just all in it for the laugh. So they're making light out of every situation. And there's really no substance to this person. You start to write them off. Then when it really counts and they say a prayer for you or you see how they respond to somebody in need, you one, it, it's possible. Maybe it's that they changed. What's more likely, though, is that you're the one changing. You're seeing more about them. Yeah, I'm glad that God doesn't make a judgment based on how we are at one time. But how about this one? Have you ever known anybody that had a, and maybe you at one point, had a misconception of who God is? Yeah, we asked that on our Family Life Facebook page. What is it that you used to think about God that you found out wasn't true? And uh, we had some interesting answers. Like Judy said, God is distant and he doesn't pay attention to our little lives. He doesn't care about us, but the Bible says otherwise. Wow. Yeah. James 4, 8 is draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Like the the nearness you can experience with God, he wants to have that with you as well. That's a really relationship changing thing to realize God wants to spend time with you. Sharon said, for me, it's that God doesn't give us more than we can handle. And a lot of people say that God won't give you more than you can handle. And it is taken out of context because in 1 Corinthians ten thirteen it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And I think that's where a lot of people get tripped up. It doesn't say God won't give you more than you can handle. It says 
that God will help you when you have more than you can handle because there is nothing that is too big for God to handle. I love what Sharon had to say. She said, my son says that we know what God looked like. And that's a fun thing to kind of think about, you know, when you think about what your perceptions were, your misconception about what God looks like and what what Jesus may have looked like when he was on earth. <laughs> we all grew up, I mean, whether you're in church or not, you've seen the images of of Jesus as the, the fair-skinned, red-haired, blue-eyed <laughs> guy with light coming out of his hair and stuff. You're like, uh, okay. Okay, uh, that's an interesting image. It's probably not what somebody in the Middle East in the first century would have looked like, but all right. Or God is this this big man who looks really angry sitting on top of a cloud. Where does mm-hmm. that come from? I growing up, I just remember, and so many of my friends, had, you know, that the God is this image of, oh, he's waiting for me to do something wrong, mm. right? He's waiting for me to do something wrong so he can punish me, and that's uh, that's the view of God many times. But that's obviously a misconception that he's our biggest fan. I mean, mm. he's for us; he's not against us. The word says that he has good plans for us, and uh, he wants us to prosper. And that's you know right in the book of Jeremiah. So, yeah, that misconception of who God is and how he treats us, and and certainly he loved us first, and we're supposed to love him back. And I think many people get that wrong, no matter what age they are. Mm-hmm. And let me make it something clear about my voice for American Idol. I'm not saying I'm not promoting the show to say this is the best show ever because shows like music, like everything else, everybody has different tastes for for different things. All I'm saying with that is that there has been a change of heart in that show. And just like uh, many people don't have preconceived notions of people because yeah, God may get a hold of their heart as well. Uh, we're supposed to give them another chance. God has given us many Many, many, when's the last time we disappointed God? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He gives us chances after chances. So don't have that preconceived notion that uh, God is not a loving God because he loves you more than anyone else ever, ever will. Feel free to stick around a while. We love it when you're here. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Sorry. The nose knows. I don't know if you knew that or not, but the nose knows. Like if you didn't have your sense of smell, you wouldn't really be able to taste anything even. And a lot of people found that out during COVID (laughs) because it was like they lost their sense of taste and smell, which they kind of go together. So it's no surprise that what you smell impacts what you taste, what you eat, and how much you eat. There are certain foods that you can smell that will increase weight loss. They okay. say. But so, good old thing. For example, smelling bananas uh-huh. and green apples mm-hmm. can help to reduce your appetite. Wow. So, I gave this a try. Okay. And so far, the scale has not moved. Mm-hmm. But the produce manager at the grocery store says, I'm not allowed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, You're just weird. <laughs> we might not know what God has planned for today, but we're going to face it together. This is Rise Up on Family Life. There's a new deputy in town. Wait a minute, hold on a second. I have to, <laughs> I have to, I have to set the scene better. Okay, set the scene. Okay. There's a new deputy in town. That's much better. Isn't it? Oh, so much. Oh, it's so much better. So there, were, we were chasing this feller. He was a scoundrel, I'll tell you. He was out there running away. He had done something bad. We knew it. Why he's running away. So we chased him. We chased him through the field. 
We chased him over a fence through another field. We were chasing, chasing, chasing. But then there was a new deputy in town who joined us. He was a civilian. <laughs> That's like a regular person. So he came in on the chase too. He helped us chase the man through the field and over the fence and down the field and flushed him out. And, and well, even though we sounded like this, our new civilian deputy sounded a little different. He sounded like this. It was a goat that chased, chased the guy, and the goat helped get the bad guy. Okay. So wait, wait, there's, a, there's a new deputy in town. He's the greatest, <laughs> the greatest of all time. <laughs> They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. I just need a couple things at the store. I'll just grab a basket. No, 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 no. Turn around. Go get the cart. Really? Huh. Trust me. Wow. This is cr- The psychology behind this uh, fascinates me. because shocks me. Humans are peculiar people. Okay. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. When you use a basket, you're more apt to impulse buy. And the reason is because the basket is kind of heavy. It strains your arm. You're like, I'm working so hard to carry this basket. I deserve this package of Oreos. (laughs) And so, believe it or not, you will not reward yourself for not really doing much of anything. If you just get the cart, you'll stick to the list. Oh, Oh, that's interesting. Yes. We need to reward ourselves for carrying the basket. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a cookie. It's Steve, Therese, and Tim, helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to. The grass is always greener. Well, especially for us, when you can actually see the grass, that that definitely makes it greener. It's always greener on the other side. I'm hoping that when we get to finally get to this real spring that's coming, we can see it a little bit differently. Maybe we can see some of the green even in those weeds. Because the difference between a weed and a flower is kind of an interesting thing. I remember when I was younger, little kid running around outside, mm-hmm. those dandelions would come up in our big yard when I was a kid. And I, in late spring, you know, and you'd go around, I'd pick them all, and I'd take them inside to my mom, as many as I could carry, handing those dandelions to her. And they'd stay on the windowsill in a little vase with water, probably longer than store-bought flowers would have, you know. But how much is the difference, really, when you look at it? The difference between a weed and a flower can come down to our perspective. I'll bet to a parent, weeds that are gathered up in those tiny hands and offered in love look a lot more like flowers. May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Live from the Rise Up Kitchen, it's National Frozen Food Month, and we're here to cook up or or cool down some of your favorites a la Freezer. That's right. Enjoy today's Sub-Zero specials as we prepare traditionally hot meals cold. All right, let's start things off with a a light soup. We're just going to add a creamy tomato bisque to these individually portioned containers. You chill in the freezer for two hours, and your guests will want to stick around to get a lick of these soup. Ooh, here's some we made up earlier. And put away the plates for the main course. We're bringing the flavors of the Middle East to your cup with a savory shawarma shake. 
topped with a nice whipped baba ganoush. <clears throat> well, that's truly exquisite. Uh, what do we have for dessert? Well, we hope you saved room because we've got a sweet and satisfying oatmeal slushy topped with brown sugar and a pat of butter straight from the fridge. Um, how did you get in here? Oh, uh, hi, Nick. We're just giving frozen food tips from the Rise Up Kitchen. Yeah, they're not supposed to let you in the same room as the sharp objects. Also, it's my kitchen. Uh, I, I think we've chilled our last sorbet. So, see you Wednesday? Yep, in the radio studio. Bye. Bye.